Hello and welcome back to episode number 75 of the Pineapple Theory Podcast. I'm of course one of your host, John, with my good co-host over here with a Steam Deck. No, Stream Deck, Steam Deck, Stream Deck. Stream Deck. Reese, how are you doing? Hello there. I'm good. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm still playing around with the Stream Deck, getting used to it, but it's still fun. Still, Still having fun. Still having fun. I did a couple couple extra ones. We now have... If you've not seen the Spoiler fucking alert. film, get your finger out your ass. We also have Holding video game review. For days at a time playing. Which are old ones, but brought back. And the Game of Thrones. Mm, when we're talking about the, that. Yeah. But it's a normal episode. Normal pineapple episode today. And it's mainly going to be focused around video games. So I'm excited mm. because I feel like we've not really chatted video games for a while. We haven't actually. And also, something else we've not done for a while is we've not both had a wee drink on the podcast for a while. And we I haven't. have. And this is what we are doing today. John's if been. Sam, you want to stop sniffing the table? John's been killing me because I've been dying for this beer all day. And John delayed, delayed, delayed. And I was like, no, I, I don't want to open it until I'm on the podcast because I want to do the ASMR bit. So we're going mm. to, for the first time in a long time, here we go. I'm going to crack open. This is a Ontario local, I guess not local anymore because now I'm in Nova Scotia, but. Ontario, I got this, and I've kept it. So it's the Two Water Brewing Company, and it's called the Flags Canadian IPA. So mm. we'll see how this is. All right, here we go. I like, an, I like an IPA. Oh, that sounded... I didn't even oh, have headphones on. And that a little bit good. of the bubbly. <laughs> a little go. bit of the bubbly. That's the whole point of, of that button is for when we have a drink. So it's got a... Mm. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Love it. And John, what have you got? What, you're having a wee drink too. I've, I have got a, I think it's called a Maker's Mark Scotch whiskey with mm. a little bit of Coke. Sounds good. Coke, uh, Coke Zero. Right, Coke, now, sugar's low. just to chat, a, a, a wee bit of shop, just, just while I can, at, right at the start of the episode. I currently do not have headphones on. I have little crappy earbuds. Now, normally I would record with headphones on because I'm the one who records all the audio, so I need to be able to hear really well what's going on. I do not mm-hmm. have them. I had to return them, and I don't have my new ones yet. They've not arrived. So I can only apologize if on this episode there's weird noises or heavy breathing or something that I'm not picking up on because I generally can't hear. So hopefully it doesn't sound too bad. But yeah, I'll just... try and keep my heavy breathing to a minimum. There's, there's always a little bit of heavy breathing or, or mic like hitting or, or tapping or, or whatever. But, you know, normally I can sort of, I can lower levels as and when. But right now I can only do it visually. I have to just look at this little bar thing that I can see and keep the green light down. So I apologize if this one's a bit off, but bear with us, bear with us. Anyway, John. We'll get back into it. I ordered, I ordered a new pair of earphones, by the way. You did? For sure? I did. I did, for sure. Okay. They arrive tomorrow. Okay, good. Because if, if I didn't ask you to, then you wouldn't you, do it. I would, yeah, you're right. I Because it's done. been <laughs> two weeks, or two not even two weeks, it's been two episodes of recording where John doesn't have earphones because he lost them. Yep. So I have to I, tell John I don't John understand to how, how like, things have just been disappearing. It's because you lose them, John. It's not that difficult. No, I think I think it's because... Remember the old film? Is it called The Borrowers? The Borrowers. I knew you were going to say yeah. bring this film up. These little dudes just dude and dudettes just living in the ceilings and stuff and then they come down and steal like socks and coins and, mm-hmm. and you're like I swear I put that down there and you're like totally yeah doesn't at all sound like John going on a crazy 
what you call it? Conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory. Where's yeah. the button? <laughs> <laughs> Those borrowers, yeah, stealing my socks. See, I've got a button on here for every occasion of what John is possibly going to do in a podcast. I know because who knows, who knows what John's going to do. Anyway, I'm a surprise. Do you have any uh, general catch up you want to 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 share on the on the podcast? Let the listeners know about anything anything um, in your life, or I mean, we're <clears throat> we've made an unbeaten start to the season this year. Uh, we won two weeks ago. Obviously, we couldn't play last week because the the Queen R.I.P. Uh, yeah. So we didn't play last week, but we played this week. That we played today, then we won a uh, twenty-five, uh, fifty, twenty-five against the uh, Blair Gowrie. Oh, that's good. So good shifting, and the twos, the twos won. Uh, they were playing Wade, Wade Academy or something, and they they won by a point. A point. Yeah, one that's, point. I think it was like seventeen sixteen. It finished. So a win, a win's a win, but to lose by a, a point sucks. Oh, we've. I mean, look back and like the first fifteen days. Like mm-hmm. we had a couple of either one nil, uh, one point, like four or one point against. Like we've had it both ways. Yeah. Uh, I remember we won the. I think it was the semi final of the under sixteen national plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was the semi final against. I want to say Dunbar, Dunbar Grammar School. I'm sure, and we beat them fourteen twelve, two points, to get knocked out of a semi final. Mm-hmm. I'd be gutted for. I was gutted yeah. for them. It's it's always a bad way to. Well, it's bad to lose, but it's bad to lose very closely. I think. So closely, yeah. Yeah, I've uh, yeah. I've got a wee bit of rugby, kind of. I'm I'm gonna brag it to be honest. I'm I'm gonna brag, because I, brag, I think it's brag. I think it's well worth a brag, and. Why not? Okay, but it's not happening, so it doesn't matter. But believe it or not, John. So I play, or oh, I played because I don't live there anymore in Toronto. I played in a touch rugby league, right? Yeah, you know this, and it's a proper professional. I say professional, you know, it's like a it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. touch rugby league with a full on organization run by Touch Rugby Canada, right? Yeah. Two days ago, John, I got called up to play for Team Canada Touch Rugby. Like, the national team. I got called up to play. But I can't do it because it's in a week's time and it's down in Orlando, Florida. I'd have to go, and I can't this week because i got a new Kickstarter project and everything launching at work. But they said that... Would they have paid for everything, though? No, they wouldn't have paid for it either, so that's the other issue. you got to get your own way there. So it's a money thing that I couldn't, couldn't afford it. But... Anyway, this all happened because when I first signed up for the Touch Rugby League, I was playing for a while, and then one of the guys, Rex, who's part of Team Canada, mentioned, "Oh, you want to like try out for like to see if you like make the actual like Canadian team." Yeah. But I couldn't because I wasn't eligible because I wasn't a permanent resident or Canadian citizen, so it was yeah, never yeah. going to happen anyway. So the first two years I was playing, I just was playing for fun, and there was no chance of anything happening. And then a few people like. You know, I then got my permanent residency and all that. And then for this tournament thing, a couple of people have gotten injured. Two people got injured. So then he messaged me and been like, oh, is there any chance that you'd be able to come last minute and play? Come down. And, and I was like, no, it's not going to happen. But he, Damn. But the Touch Rugby World Cup is happening in 2024. So two years time. And he's told me to keep training and whatnot while I'm out here. And then if see see what sort of form I can get into, and then if 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 I'm good enough, then I can maybe play in that. So 
Oh, you definitely should. I might be representing Team touch Canada the, Touch Rugby. The old days of school. Yeah, but that's that's my humble brag is I'm I'm good enough at touch rugby to make it for the Canadian national team, Canadian which I think is a pretty team. good. Oh, hang on. Put a wee asterisk on that. I'm good enough for the Canadian national team if two people get injured and they really need someone <laughs> is, is what I am. Uh, you but, take you, you take your wins when you take your wins. Yeah, you got to take a win. Why not? You That's pretty cool. But uh, uh, yeah, so I had that. Nah, it's, it's been a, it's been class being back, like playing week in, week out though. Uh, ah, it's, it's a good feeling. Yeah, you're back. playing like full contact rugby, not touch rugby like I play. Yeah, full contact rugby. Mm-hmm. You're playing a this. you're playing a man sport. I'm playing just a boy sport, <laughs> a touchy sport. Yeah. Well, so I was actually I came on at uh, outside centre today. Nice. So first game of the season, I came on for a winger, and then this game of the season, I come on at outside centre. I'm loving I feel it. Like it's it, good. In everyone's rugby career, it happens at some point where you you make a switch. Like you you start as I feel like you always start as a forward. Not always, but sometimes. You, you start as a Normally. forward, you end up as a back, or you start as a back and you end up as a forward. Excuse me. It, well, it came about because, like, so, uh, Gordy, I think he's, like, the general manager. Like, he's, like, I don't know. I don't know the title. Um, but he asked me, like, we were playing touch during the summer, and he asked, like, what position I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, like, normally back row, and he was, like, well, we've got, like, quite a lot of back row cover, so... Like, what about, like, scrum half a winger? And I'm like, oh, absolutely. Stick me in anywhere. Don't mind. Uh, so I guess I'm just getting a little bit of a feeler for... See what kind of clicks. Um, Would you play scrum half ever, do you think? Scrum half's no. not easy. I think well, scrum half is one of the hard... If not the hardest position on a rugby pitch. Oh, I don't know. Ten's pretty... But is it? Because, like, ten... Everything comes through the ten, though. But no, everything comes through the scrum half before the ten. There's suppose, no yeah. there's no yeah, situation you, where a scrum no, but, half doesn't touch the ball before a ten. No, yeah, but that's not like the. I suppose like they they do have a lot of say in which. Which way the forwards are going, I suppose. I think that then, like they they might get told by the ten what to do for like back plays and whatnot, but it's still up to the nine to make that decision on the spot as to whether he even like gives the ten the ball. Yeah, I suppose. And then also he's got to get to every single breakdown. Which is not easy. No, that's that's a lot of running. I don't think that other than the referee, there's no one who runs around as much as the nine. Like nah, yeah, they've I'll got to cover every. But it's between the nine, nine and the ten. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd love to give it a bash, like, but uh, ah, we'll just wait and see. Yeah. I've been, uh, as I say, I've been enjoying being back. It's been a, it's been a good feeling, like, actually just getting back into. it. I mean, that was like two years. Well, how long have I been out of uni for? Been out of uni for like four years or something, say. And I went back two years ago. But like, I, like the first year I went back, I only played two games. Last year I only played a game. It's so like now I'm actually. I've got a, I've got a throwback as well, because there's no touch rugby league out in Halifax, and I just moved here. I'm playing football next week. Really? And I haven't played football since. The old fifth, indoor days since fifth year, like so. That's been what we graduated in twenty fifteen, so twenty fourteen. Yeah. So it's been eight years since, since I played, you played football. football. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. But I'm kind of just assuming oh. that I can just get back into it because I was never that bad. So like I can I could probably just get back to kicking a ball and it'll be fine. 
no, well, you were one of the the better indoor players. Mm-hmm. And oh, with power on it, what yeah. a man! What a man! Man, the myth, the Unbelievable. legend. Yeah, those so were the days. I've got two indoor games football. of football next weekend, so I've I bought a football yesterday, and I'm going to go for a kickabout just by myself down at the pitch tomorrow. Um, good idea. Just to just to get a feel for it, and make sure I can still kick with both feet and see what happens. And then yeah, I've got a game on Tuesday and a game on Wednesday. Um, and then well, sort of is seeing, it five aside or? Uh, one of them is seven aside, and one of them is a full eleven v eleven. And okay, one of them yeah. is for like a just a fun pickup league. Um, and then the other one is uh what they're calling like. So it's it's a preseason game for a, a team that's in like a proper league, eleven aside league here. Yeah, and they put it up on this this website, this app that basically does like local sports and whatnot for like people to come and play against them. But also, it's like scouting for their team kind of thing. Uh-huh. So I'm just gonna go play with that. And worst case, it's just a kickabout. It doesn't really matter. Or possible, you know, maybe get on a team and and just train with them, play with them, kind of thing. See where it goes, yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm That'd just basically I'm I'm doing whatever I can to make friends out here because we just moved here and as an yeah. adult the only thing you can really do is like work somewhere and make friends or join a sports join team. some sort of sports team or or some hobby I some hobby thing right like you can yeah. join a bloody chess club if you want to but like it's got to be you've got to do something to meet people and as to I'm working outside. from home my only option pretty much is sports so. I'm I'm thrown back into that. I'm also back into my swimming, although swimming is the worst sport in the world to try and meet people because it's not possible. I mean, yeah, but like, imagine that. Imagine like it's like swimming. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you getting on today? Yeah, I'm doing not bad. Yeah. Sorry, I was, John, John's uh, making the motion of doing front crawl, and every like second second stroke when he breathes and turns, he can say <laughs> say a word. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, that'd, uh, that'd be a sight to see. Yeah, look at us though. We're back. We're back into the the sports and fitnesses and all the all the good stuff. I know. I'm the lightest I've been since probably school. Oh, that's good. Since 76, 77 kilos. There you go. Lovely. Yeah. The podcast listeners will be thrilled with this whole conversation. Just learning about what the heck we're doing in our daily lives and how much we weigh now. That's what they listen for. That's they what listen for, for us, it's not for any of the stuff. Right, anyway, we're going to get into the stuff now because we're at the 15-minute mark. We need to get cracking. So, We've been blathering. I've got one wee bit of movie, well, two bits of, one bit of movie news, I guess, and then one quick review of a movie, and then we're getting okay. into video game stuff. Okay, so let's hit the news intro, and we'll go with that. And I don't know where the news intro is. I can't find it, John. Curses. Fuck, where is what it? Was, uh, what was that? I was. The film I watched. This is a. Mission failed. We'll go next time. <laughs> I can't yes, do that. I, don't know I love the... this stream deck. Do I not have the news? <laughs> I don't think I have the news on here. I've never been covering horse before. Isn't it on that one? It is that one, but I don't have it on here. I thought I heard you playing that like earlier on. No, I've got March Badness movie reviews. No! I got that one. What was the film? Yeah, I watched the film. You just have to say yeah, that you're fine when you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. All right, I don't have the, <laughs> I don't have the news button apparently, so we're just gonna, 
We're going to do a weird transition and then we're going to be in the news. Welcome to the news segment of the podcast. <laughs> I hope you like that. All right, the wee bit of news that's coming up is we have a new Avatar movie coming out in December. Yes. Um, it's called Avatar The Way of Wa- The Way of Water is what it's called. Oh. And it's coming out on the 16th of December. But in preparation for that movie, they're doing something which is actually pretty cool. So they are re-releasing Avatar to the cinemas in 3D and stunning 4K high dynamic range. So yes, I have forever, forever and ever and ever heard people talk about the Avatar movie and how whenever you mention like, oh, 3D movies... Everyone always seems to bring up, oh, Avatar was the best 3D movie ever made. Avatar is amazing, but you've got to watch it in 3D, like all this sort of stuff. And I never uh-huh. saw it in cinema or in 3D. So, Wait, but have you seen the film? I've seen the film. I've seen the film tons of times, but God, yeah. everyone always tells me that, oh, you've got to see it in 3D. That was when it was best. So it's re-releasing, thankfully, and I'm definitely going to go and see it in 3D and see what all the fuss is about. Because I've never seen it in 3D, but have you? Did you ever watch it in 3D? I didn't watch it in 3D. The first time I watched it was uh, it was Cami. Dino had the, I think he bought the DVD when it came out, like for DVD release. Right. And I, I swear we watched it like every night that weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, it kind of took the world by storm when it came out. Like everyone was talking mm. about how amazing it was. And I remember I, th- I thought it got overhyped for me. But this, I, it's still an amazing movie, and I love it to bits. But I remember watching it and thinking, like, yeah, it was good. Like, it was good, but it wasn't, like, as, as crazy as everyone made it out to be. But yeah. in all fairness, everyone that I was talking to at the time had seen it in 3D. So I'm, I'm going to go back. Now that I really do love the movie, it's one of, it's definitely, like, would be in, like, top 20 yeah. movies. But to see in 3D, I think, now is, is going to be sort of the next step. So, yeah, if you want to rewatch that, I'm not too sure about the UK, but definitely in Canada coming out september 23rd and you can go and see it in 3d or not in 3d you can just go and see it in you know standard 4k sort of cinema but it's re-releasing so you can go and watch that and that is the news Welcome lovely to the news. do you know what sound effect that is john what would do you know what that is uh i do it's from an old cartoon yeah but what cartoon come on you gotta get specific Ooh. I've got the logo on the button. I need to count down time to get me a real... Get my thinker thinking. Don't want to say Tom Jerry. Kind of thinking down the line of like Looney Tunes. I'm not too sure. Like Danger Mouse or something. Inspector Gadget. The Flintstones. Recess. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. But you just can't get into it because they would never understand. No, everyone's screaming at you because everyone knows that this is Batman. Oh, shit. So it is. Batman. He would say something like, he'd be like, we have to get to the Batmobile. And then they would cut to, that would be the cut and then they would be in the Batmobile. I think, if I do recall, okay. that might be the one for Spongebob as well. Hmm, maybe. For, Bar- uh, for 
Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Maybe, maybe, but who knows? All right, now we're going into the movie review section of the podcast. She's never seen Star Wars. Ted, the only people in the universe who haven't seen Star Wars are the characters in Star Wars, and that's because they lived them, Ted. That's because they lived the Star Wars. Oh, my toes. Oh. All right, we're now in the movie review part, and there's only one movie that needs to be reviewed, and it's not going to take very long, and that is Thor Love and Thunder. I may have a second movie. Oh, John might have a second movie. John, first of all, have you seen Thor Love and Thunder yet? Because it's now officially out on Disney+. Plus. So I noticed today that it was out on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not got around to seeing it yet, unfortunately. Okay, I will keep this spoiler-free then for you. But Thank I mean, I... you don't have to because I'm not too... Like, I know that, like, I know some of the things that happen, you know what I mean? Well, we're, we're um, going to keep it spoiler-free just for everyone else too. Yeah, it is still yeah, pretty fresh. Else. Your video's paused. I don't know. I can't see your face anymore. Oh, it's, sorry. It's upsetting I'm... me. Because I like being able to see your face on FaceTime. But anyway. What? I'll, I'll pull up it. The audio listeners, it doesn't make any difference. So I'm just going to crack on with this review. Okay. Um, Thor, Love and Thunder. So a wee bit of backstory. I saw Thor Ragnarok in the cinema. And I came out of that movie thinking that it was like really not great. Like really... Ragnarok. That was the one with his... Uh, is it Helena, his sister? Yeah, his sister. Um, I came out of that movie thinking it was not great for one specific reason. Um, and to clarify, it was when I first saw it in cinema, I was like, nah, it wasn't really that good. But now I really like that movie and I think it is actually pretty good. So it's grown on me and it's aged well. But the reason I didn't like it is because the first time I watched it, it just felt like they were forcing a lot of jokes like it, it felt like the whole opening scene where he's like tied up and he's like swinging round over like when there's that big lava god or whatever and he's sort of tied and he swings and he keeps swinging to the point where like he can't face the guy anymore so he's like oh hang on wait a minute and then he slowly swings back yeah they did that joke too many times and then just a bunch of other jokes too many times so it, it really like bugged me um but as i said like as as i've watched it more and more it's gotten better and it's it's all right now um, but this movie, Thor, Love and Thunder, it feels like when I first watched Ragnarok times a million, like it feels like every other line is a joke. And if, and if it's not, a, if they don't, if they don't make a joke, every other line, then like, they're going to like explode or something. Oh, it, that kinda, it, that's, that's cringe. It feels above and beyond like over the top, like really, really jokey. Um, and that's sort of it's difficult to get by and it also means that all the serious stuff that's happening in it and again i'm gonna keep it spoiler three but there's there's a bunch of serious stuff that happens in this movie like it's not like end game level of like serious yeah. stuff but you know certain things happen to certain characters and it's, it's pretty serious um but they just keep joking about those things and it's like i i don't like there's it's like they don't want you to care about any of the characters or anything actually happening in the movie. They just want to make sure you sort of laugh at it. And it's very strange. Like I really found it weird. And then I know it's not just me this time because I watched the honest trailer review for it and they point out how many jokes are made and they go through it all saying like how many times jokes are made and it's like ridiculous. Yeah. Um I feel like Thor's been kinda like the first one. Mm-hmm. like wasn't like it was I'd say there was maybe a bit of comedy but it wasn't like over the top 
the second one uh, with the, like the ether and stuff like that again wasn't it was pretty serious like it was like kind of the end of the world type shit uh and then the third one with like ragnarok it was yeah like with uh is it korg yeah korg the south african guy um like i feel like he's like a very funny character and it's like just let him be the funny guy in like the film so if yeah you're cutting to a bit like let him be funny because he's funny like don't try and like make everybody else funny and then that's what they've been like trying that's what they tried to do in ragnarok like a little bit and then obviously they've done it in this again which is that's what i've heard like i've yeah. heard mixed reviews about it and that was one of the yeah i downfalls i think they had it, it's also sort of like this again i'm, I'm trying to tiptoe here because i really don't want to spoil it but leading up to this movie it was known and and it was well known that the guardians of the galaxy were going to be in this yeah. and i'd read things that were talking about oh this is basically going to be sort of like the next guardians of the galaxy movie with thor around kind of thing like level okay, like yeah, equal yeah. like screen time of like guardians of the galaxy and then thor it's absolutely not like it's it's they're they're barely they a in cameo it. it pretty much feels like a cameo it really doesn't feel like anything else so that was like upsetting off the get-go and then the other thing, which it's not bad, but they cast the big bad guy is is ca- I thought cast strange. So the big bad guy is played by Christian Bale, who's like the Batman, the Batman, like the most yeah. famous Batman I think currently in existence, right? So before Robert Pattinson, before Ben mm-hmm. Affleck, it was Christian Bale, like the best Batman trilogy series. It was him ever, and now he's playing a Marvel villain. And it just it just feels weird. It's like when you see someone eat cereal for dinner. It just sort of like it just feels like off. Wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the best way I can describe it. It feels like when you see someone eat a bowl of Cheerios at six PM and you're like, What are you what are you do like it feels like it feels maybe like he needed the maybe he needed it like I, 6 p.m rolls around oh, you're bro. hungry and you need a you need a quick fix for food so you sort of do it but it's like i like a, I like a bit of cereal at night time i'm not that's the thing like I'm not I, gonna lie. don't get me wrong i like cereal at night time too i'll i'll crunch down on some cheerios anytime oh, but yeah. it just feels weird like it feels wrong Cause yeah because you're not eating it in the morning like yeah it you. just so Christian Bale, like in this, like he does great. Like there's nothing wrong with his performance, and the bad guy is actually a pretty badish bad guy. You know, like it's 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 totally fine. It just feels weird because you just see him and you're like, oh, Batman, like what are you doing in this kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a bit of a weird casting, but yeah, I w- I would honestly, I I really can't recommend this movie other than just watch it for the sake of watching it if you're a Marvel fan. But I w- I would give this like. I would give this like a three out of ten. In fact, I'm gonna Ooh. do a wee shout out here because I don't know if he listens to us anymore or not. But Joel, who? Oh, yeah, Joel, Joel. I would love to get Joel's opinion on this because Joel is probably way more educated and knowledgeable about Marvel than you and I am. And anytime yes, he's on absolutely. the podcast, he's like all about it. So I would love to hear his opinions of Thor: Love and Thunder. So Joel, if you listen to this, drop me a message and uh, let me know what you thought of the movie. Because yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to. I'm really like struggling to like this movie, and I, I, I kind of wanted to. That's why I sat down and watched it, but just it was it was difficult to just from how much they joked about serious things, and it just felt too much. Yeah, yeah. So that's my movie review. Anyway, John, what are you reviewing? So I was quite proud of myself for finding this one, by the way, because 
I don't think I. I think I might have briefly mentioned it to you. Mm-hmm. So it's called the the outfit. The outfit. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah I've you did mention this to me. I haven't watched it yet though. And it's like uh, it's like based on not based. Yeah, Can this you, is the one where they're all like you, in one room, for the yeah, whole. Yeah, so thing. it was like yeah, it was like one scene basically. So like, I remember was it a view from the bridge? Yeah. Have I spoke about this on the podcast before? You have spoke about this movie on the podcast, saying that you wanted to watch it, but I don't think that you had. Or maybe you have. I don't. I don't remember. You've okay, definitely spoken just... about this movie on the podcast, but I don't know if you. It was when you watched it, or you were wanting to watch it. Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think maybe I just give a this. quick thirty seconds. Anyway, is it worth a watch or not? Just quickly, just quickly. It was unbelievable. Nine point five out of ten. Just quickly, I'll give you a little brief description. Mm-hmm. It says, Leonard is an English tailor who makes suits on London's famous uh, Savile Row. He must outsmart a dangerous group of criminals to survive a fateful night. Mm-hmm. And it is literally just like the whole thing is like a play. Like You could go and watch it. It's as if you could go and watch it sitting like watching a play. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if I've just got really bad deja vu or... I feel like I've said that. On the I think you have before. said that before, so I'm sorry, everyone, if you if you're rehearing this, or if not, there's John's movie review. But <laughs> we'll we'll keep that short just in case you have how you have, I have mentioned it before. before, yeah. But watch it because honestly, it's amazing. All right, cool. Right, we're gonna move on to Big L from me, Big L. <laughs> we're gonna move on to uh, video game reviews. Hold up in his room for days at a time playing old video games? I mean, he is having a pretty sick Dr. Mario run. Ooh. That's Mario getting hit by something. Ooh. Anyway, right. Um, so video game review slash news slash want to talk about video games because there's a bunch happening and we need to get cracking on it. So We need to discuss. First thing I'm going to discuss is... I went back to find the exact episode because this I've definitely spoken about before. John, do you remember a Wii game called Hollow Knight? John's pouring himself indeed. a whiskey. I remember me playing quite a lot of hours on it. Yeah. I want to say plus upwards of 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And what does John go and do? Resets his fucking switch and it deletes the save. Oh, no. Oh, that's so sad that you deleted Hollow Knight. Honestly, because the worst thing about deleting Hollow Knight is that that whole like game it takes a long time to get into it and to really well it doesn't no in fact it doesn't take a long time to get into it but it's a game that the more time you put in the the more you get for sure like you unlock more abilities you explore more and it's just one of those games where you have to put in um, uh, time and effort so do you think you'd ever like start it again though and and go back and play it i'd probably go back to it i've been playing a stardew valley all right i got back into that Okay. Um, so I mean, I like I pick up the switch like here and there, mm-hmm. but I've got a spare twenty five minutes or whatever. T- don't know why I said twenty five minutes. Twenty five. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Hollow Knight. I'm gonna encourage you to get back into it because I am. I'm putting this game in my top five games. Like it's it's because I like it's going in. It has. What to. makes it so addictive is like you need to like you you you. Well, I mean, for me anyway, like I was dying a lot, and like mm-hmm. you die a lot to like progress because you need to die to be like, oh shit, like okay, that's how I do that. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. it's you die. But a like lot. trying to defeat bosses and shit, like you die a lot. Yes, 
but yeah. it is it's that that makes me hate the game and it's also that that makes me love the game because when love you it, triumph yeah. over a boss oh it's it a good is feeling. like it's like winning the world cup like it's it's so good it's yeah, like winning it's the touch rugby world cup, the world cup. <laughs> that's what it is called back to earlier <laughs> um it's just so such a good feeling anyway so I've already spoken about this game in length, so I won't go back to talk about it too much. Other than to say, I went back to find out exactly what... Excuse me. Oh, Sorry, everyone. Yeah. I went back to find out exactly which episode I spoke about it. And on March 13th was when we released episode 61 called Hollow Knight and something else. And uh-huh. I mentioned on that podcast that I put in, at that time, 29 and a half hours into the game. And I'd not right, completed okay. it yet. John, this week I completed the game. You completed it? I completed it. But completed it with an asterisk on it because... You cheated. No, no, no. I didn't cheat. But okay. it's a game that has multiple endings. So oh. you can complete the game for the first time all the way through, right? But mm-hmm. then it says that you've... Congratulations, you've completed the game. You get the achievement, the whole thing. You've completed the game. But then it takes you, you can load back into your save game after that and it will take you back to just before you beat the final boss. And then you can do a couple other things and then it will change that final boss fight and you get another outcome. And then there's five endings that you can go keep going back and doing to progress the story. So Uh essentially, a little bit of spoilers, but I'll make it as vague as I possibly can. You beat the final boss the first time round, but then something at the end goes kind of wrong and you're in a bit of a trap, let's say. Okay? Yeah. So then you can redo that and then you do something a little different this time. So then the next time you beat the boss and you don't fall into that trap, but then your best friend falls into that trap, let's say. And then you do it for a third time and so on and so forth, right? So I've completed the game up to 85% complete. And if I do those other ones, it'll say 90%, 95%, 100%, right? Yeah. But I think I'm just going to leave it as is for now. Say I've completed it, and then I'm just sort of still doing odd side missions here and there. So I just went back and found finally all the grubs. So I've uh-huh. freed all the grubs from the weed jars and whatnot, which is like nice. a satisfying thing to do. Um, nice little trophy cabinet. Yeah, nice little thing. Um and I'm going to start a new game file, but I'm going to keep that old game file just in case I do finally decide if I want to go get all to... the alternative endings and, and go for it. Um, but I'm very excited to start a new game file. But as I said, on March 13th, I was 29 and a half hours into this game. Now that I, I finally completed the game, I completed the game to 85% for the first ending. It took me 45 hours I put into this game. Which is a long long, time. It's it's a a long long time. But I remember like back in the day looking at like my Call of Duty stats and whatnot on how many hours I put into Call of Duty online. And I swear it was like like three, four days, days, something like that. So 45 hours is like just under two days. So it's not too crazy. But when you hear it like that, it's like, wow, that's a lot of time. But I can honestly say of your life. I can honestly say hand on heart, it's not enough. I want to play it more. <laughs> like, and that's like, I, f- 
I feel like that's something you can't honestly say about a lot of games. Like a lot of games that will tell you how long you've played that game and you'd be like, oh, fuck, I played Angry Birds for three days. Like, why did I play Angry Birds for three days? You know, (laughs) like that would be annoying. But Hollow Knight, I'm going to go in and keep putting more and more hours into that game because I love it so much. Pretty sure I got it. Is it? Was it not? No, it wasn't a free game. It was like on so, deal, right? It was like a fiver. The very first time I told people to play this game was when we started the podcast. It was like episode three or four or something yeah. like that, where on PlayStation, it was the free game of the month. And ah, I downloaded so it, was, it yeah. just because we kept talking about the free games of the month, and that was kind of a thing back then. Um, and I downloaded it and gave it a go and just thought that visually it looked awesome. But I didn't fully understand what the game was even about or how to play it. Uh-huh. And then I gave it a break. I played it for like a week straight and then I completely dropped it. And then when I got the Switch, I noticed that it was on there and it was dirt cheap. It was like $4 or something like that. And yeah. you got it for £5, you said, in the podcast. So I re-downloaded it and just fell in love with it like, and was addicted. And then honestly, since the move and everything, and even before that, it's my go-to game to sort of play in the background while something's on the telly that I'm not too fussed about watching. Like if there's a mm-hmm. movie that I don't want to half kind of watch, not really too interested, I'll play Hollow Knight. Um, and I just, I just love it. I just love it so much. Honestly, like everybody play Hollow Knight because it's so damn good. And it's on, it's literally like four pounds, I think to book, to buy the game. You can buy it on and Steam, it PlayStation, effective. Switch, like all of them. And it just looks great. So yeah, I finally completed it and I'll maybe do the alternative endings. I'll maybe not, but we'll see. So, I think you'll do them. You gotta do them. Yeah, maybe. Because if you want to get hundred percent completion. Yeah, true. I think, I think right now though, I'm just enjoying exploring for the sake of exploring with no real purpose or mission. Just sort of yeah. seeing what else there is to see. Like buying everything from the store just to say I've got everything and all that sort of uh-huh. stuff. So I'm just sort of enjoying that, and we'll see. And maybe I'll start a new game and then jump back and forth between the two and, and just see what happens because i'd also yeah. kind of love to start a new game and almost do it as fast as i can and see uh-huh. if it took me 45 hours for the first one which is an unfair it's an unfair um amount of time because there's certainly times where i've just logged on for the sake of exploring i've not yeah, purposely like tried to shit. like drive the game forward but yeah. i might create a new game file that is like a speed run essentially of me trying yeah, like to do start it as, to finish. just as fast as I can. Like, there's no messing around. Just trying to complete I reckon, the game. I reckon you could get that, like, to 20 hours. Yeah? To complete, yeah. Because, yeah, because you don't need to, like, save the grubs or anything. That's not part of, like, the the final, the main storyline. The storyline, yeah. It's just an extra thing, right? So I think if I just Gives did it... Gives you cash, it, though. It does, it does. It does give you a lot of cash. Anyway, this, this is a whole another time. Do I think right. about Wonga? Moving on, I'm going to jump into the, the next meaty thing. So two things we've got to talk about is I want to talk about Nintendo Direct because Nintendo Direct dropped and there's a bunch of new games coming out and updates, which I want to talk about. And I've got a wee list here. But before we get onto that, because I need a break from talking and the listeners need a break from hearing my voice. John, I'm throwing it over to you. New Call of Duty is coming out. Okay. It's called Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And you, more than anyone I know, are like in the Call of Duty world for like online competing and stuff. And Mm -hmm. what do you know about the game? What are people online saying? What's what's the dealio? So I've not seen too much. I've watched the, there's a guy called Zuma. He's a, 
I believe he's under FaZe Clan now. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Uh, he got like a pre-release like trial that he got to go to and play at. Uh, one interesting thing that I've seen. Now, I'm not sure if this is uh, like an all-the-time thing, like it's this is the way the game's going to be played, or if this is just like a playlist that you can opt into. Right. Or if it's you can have it as a setting that you can allow to be on just for you and like not everybody else type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be like a, a choice of like personal like preference. But basically, um, there's now third person Call of Duty. Mm. So like when you're not aiming down your sights, mm-hmm. you can see your guy running about like it's Fortnite. Really? Which is very interesting because it's never been done in COD before. Isn't that going to give you like a wider view range? Normally, like oh, the yeah. person gives you like so, more that you can see. Within like two minutes, Zuma had laid lay down behind this like brick wall and could see the whole street, yeah. and nobody could see him. So he could just lay there. People run up. He pops up, shoots some ducks back down, mm. and he's completely covered. Obviously, he's not covered to nades and stuff like that, but. Like, I feel like if you're laying down, you shouldn't be able to... That that might be something to tweak, though. Um, but as for the gameplay, it looks... It, it I'm not going to lie, the third person does look kind of... Like, it looks nice. Um, I'm trying to and find I will, a video clip of it quickly, because I can't... Well, so I, I, this was, like, another thing I was going to say on the third person thing. Um, oh, I remember I found... back... Remember Advanced Warfare? Uh-huh. Like the customization you could do to your character. Yeah. Like your character could be looking cool as fuck, but you never got to you see. You never got it. to like see other anything other than the gloves. Yeah. So, like it. Yeah, it was cool being able to say that you had it, but like it just wasn't like great to. Like you couldn't see it, so it was like. Well, yeah, wearables. Wearables. You only saw them when you died. Like you would yeah. die, and your body would fall over, and then you'd get to see like what you were wearing. Yeah, All right. So this like, looks well, like third person. Fortnite, even like H one Z one and. Daisy, not yeah, Daisy to a sense, and PUBG. Like you could all like you can see your guy and you can customize him so he looks like how you want him to look, and you can see it so you can like appreciate it. Uh, Why do you so think the like... switch to third person though? Because it seems strange that they would do it now. Is it because games like Apex Legends and all that can you be third person, and is is like popularity of other games like basically demand that they now need to offer? I think it? so. I don't think Apex is third person though. It's not okay. Well, no, I think that's the only PUBG that's one and all of the those only... games, Fortnite and whatnot. They're third person, right? So yeah, it's popular. Um, and it was a thing that was used in PUBG, where it's like third person when you're running around, but then when you aim in, it's aim down sights. Uh, so it will be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I wonder how lo- if it delays your aim down sight time. You know it I mean? looked pretty snappy. Yeah, for, I'm just, I've got a video up here and I'm kind of watching through it, and it does look snappy, but it also looks a little slow. Like because it, it the camera's got to go from like all the way out to all the way to in. Then, yeah. So it's yeah, almost okay, as yeah. if you have um, a couple yeah. seconds where like the peripherals and whatnot really kind of get a bit sort of blurred. Like, blurred up a bit, yeah. It well, so as as I say, it does look interesting. Um, I will give it a shot, but. It looks pretty similar to Modern Warfare, like the new Modern Warfare that came out, and I didn't enjoy it. Well, I didn't mind it, but it just wasn't 
It just wasn't the same. Yeah. I don't think it will. We'll be saying this for years, though, because it will just never be the same. I honestly think it will never be the same. Do you, Here's my thing with Call of Duty, right? Because I loved Call of Duty. Like, I played it all the time. And yes, I'm sorry that I say Call of Duty sometimes. I know it's Call of Duty. <laughs> you I say just, duty. I think it's funny to say duty, and I just can't help it. Um, I just think that it's like FIFA in a way, in as much as it's just, it's at the point now where it feels like the same game every year. Like, there's not really anything changing. Um, yeah. Even this, like, throwing it into third-person thing, okay, I guess that is quite a big change, but... It, it's a major change. Yeah, that that at least is somewhat refreshing, but everything else looks the same. The guns look the same, the maps look the same, gameplay looks the same, and it just doesn't really... I don't know, it, it just doesn't feel you like it's... that old feeling of nostalgia. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere, but I also was, like, a huge fan of Call of Duty when they did do something crazy, so it was... Like jetpacks. Yeah, honestly, like, we went from, what was it, Call of Duty Ghosts into Advanced yeah. Warfare? Yeah. Like, that jump was huge. Ha, that double jump was huge, right? <laughs> like, it just... It just was. It was complete game changer, and, like, you either loved it or you hated it, and I happened to love it. Because I, I was I was loving Call of Duty, and then when Advanced Warfare came out, I was in my fucking element. And then Black Ops Three came out and perfected it, and it was and still is, in my opinion, the best Call of Duty ever. Um, and I still then, watch old clips sometimes. And then all they've done ever since that, because everyone had an issue with double jumping, they were like, "Oh, bring boots on the ground back. Boot has got to be boots on the ground." They brought that back, but now it also just feels like we're not going anywhere anymore. Like it's yeah. not doing anything. The thing is. They brought it back on like one of the worst, like I, uh, what was it World called? War World War Two. Yeah. Uh, Sledgehammer done it, and it just it tanked. I I semi enjoyed playing it. I thought I thought it was all right. I thought it was playable. Mm-hmm. Um, there could have been stuff that was better to it, definitely, but. It had something, but it didn't have longevity. Like, it had, like, nah, it yeah. could be entertaining, but there was no point to grinding it out because the weapons nah. didn't get any better, your character couldn't get any better looking, and it just it was just pointless. Was that the first one that came out that you couldn't prestige? Or was that later? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think, yeah, that might be. So, Modern Warfare. When Modern Warfare first came out, you couldn't prestige. It's like, why would you take that away? That's, like, one of the only reasons why people play... Like, they grind pubs just to get to Master Prestige. Yeah. And then yeah. they just pulled in. It's like, well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. I I, I wonder... Because I always thought that was, like, the main, like, back in the day of playing pubs. Like, you, you'd get the thrill of seeing the little emblem change mm-hmm. when I you was, prestiged. I was opposite. I, like, pretty much went to... Black Ops 3, actually, I prestiged a whole bunch. But then I soon... The reason I liked prestiging with Black Ops 3 was because of the permanent unlocks. So you yeah. could permanently unlock something while still leveling up, which was great, right? But in all honesty, it only works if you're playing it all the time. If you just want to yeah. hop on to Call of Duty like once a week, twice a week, you should never ever prestige because you're just basically going to lose everything for the sake of nothing. You know, yeah. like you're not going to be playing it enough to really get more than like one or twice prestiged, and you know it's it's pointless. Anyway, back onto the thing. So. The other big change that Call of Duty made was to announce Warzone, which was literally a complete ripoff of PUBG and Fortnite and the success that sort of like a, a big open world-ish sort of like 
style of play. You know that that battle royale. That's the word I'm battle looking royale, for. Battle right? royale. Br. So that was huge. I enjoyed Warfare. You enjoyed. Uh, sorry, Warzone. You enjoyed Warzone. Warzone. Everyone oh, enjoyed Warzone, Warzone, right? And then it just slowly got to be too Meh. much. I think it just got yeah. to be to the point where they kept trying to add too too much into it. Like, too many guns, too many weapons, and then you had that whole thing where it was Modern Warfare plus Cold War because they're trying to hype up the new video game, and so there was two different eras of weapons in Warzone. They're trying to add a story to it all, and it just got kind of stupid. So I just sort of fell off it, didn't care about it as much, and was sort of left it alone. And now we're on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which, to read out the spiel quickly on their website... It says, new gameplay innovations, all new gun handling, advanced AI, Modern Warfare 2 bring, uh, brings you a global campaign, which I don't know what global campaign means. If that means that like you can play online with other people, like the missions. I'm global not sure. Campaign. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep reading in a minute, so we'll find out. Immersive multiplayer combat and a narrative-driven special ops. So, Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 drops players into an unprecedented global conflict that features the return of the iconic operators of Task Force 141. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. That's those guys, I think. Captain Press. Um, features Infinity Ward brings fans state-of-the-art gameplay with all new gun handling and advanced AI system, a new gunsmith, and a suite of other gameplay and graphical innovations that elevate the franchise to new heights um modern warfare 2 will launch with a globe trotting single cat player campaign immersive multiplayer combat and narrative driven co-ops yada 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 do, 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 do. Um. yeah squad up and fight alongside task force 141 in a globe trotting single player campaign yeah, so single player. Okay, so it is single player campaign, but I guess global just, mean just global means that they're just like going to different you locations. Travel the world at. Okay. Um, like within the campaign. Because I thought that global. was that when I first read that, I was like, if that is a way, that actually could be pretty cool. Because you can't do single player, or you can't do campaign story mode on Call of Duty with anyone else. You just always have to do it yourself. So, yeah. like, it would be kind like of fun one. to be able to do it online with someone else. Like, if you and me could go through and redo Modern Warfare 2's campaign together, like a little, yeah. doing it co-op, and we could, like, record a podcast whilst doing it, stuff like that, like, that would be really fun. Remember the, the mission in Modern Warfare, uh, all gillied up? Yeah. Imagine doing that as a pair, because obviously they're a sniper squad, so there's mm. a sniper and a spotter. Exactly. Imagine like, doing that as a pair. Wouldn't that be fun? There you go, Call of Duty. Yes, take, I think, you, I think we need our, to get in contact with I've fixed, I've Treyarch fixed, or Activision. Yeah, I've fixed Call of Duty for you. Um, so yeah, Modern Warfare 2, I heard a thing that said that like maps like Terminal will be coming to this game. So it They're kind of... the same though. Well, that's the thing. So you're calling it Modern Warfare 2, but it's not Modern Warfare 2. Like no. if you say to someone who knows Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2... They're only going to think of one game yeah, because good. I'm fairly certain it's rated to be like the best Call of Duty of all time ever. One of. I know, I know, I know for you and me, it's not our favorite, but it's got to be. It is up there with a yeah. lot of people's. It's, it's, it's got to be ranked like one of the biggest and craziest games. Oh, absolutely. I'd say it's between like the two most popular is between Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare 2. 
Okay, so I'm just Googling super quickly what is the most popular Call of Duty game. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, this Canadian IP is. I'd be interested to. Be interesting to um, see actually what that is. Like what? What's the actually like ranked top three Call of Duties? Okay, so I don't know what they're ranking this based off of, because this could just be like a person being like, "These are the best yeah. Call of Duties." But let's just go with this list, and then we can decide. We'll have a fun little game out of it. We can decide if we agree or not. Okay. 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 So, this is from the website called gamesradar.com slash best Call of Duty games, okay? Written by okay. Sam Loveridge, which is one hell of a surname. Loveridge? All right. Um, <laughs> so the best Call of Duty games let you experience historic, modern, and futuristic warfare. Which, you know, fair enough. Uh, it says, with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on the very near horizon, there has be never been a better time to go back and replay some of the very best first-person shooter games out there in the Call of Duty franchise. When Call of Duty is at its best, they can offer an experience quite unlike anything else out there. The campaigns have a cinematic quality that few genre contenders can offer. While the online side to play has always been fast, frantic, and unbelievably competitive, we've tried to capture all of that right here in our rankings of the 10 best call of duty games of all time so i think they're taking into account storyline and campaign as well as the multiplayer and all that okay yeah okay so if you were to do i mean i'm not going to make you do top 10 but what would your top three call of duties be top if, three if you were to rank them and then we'll go through top 10 of their list and see if we agree black ops 2 is what three or one? Oh, okay so that's number one yeah Black Say Ops Black 2 Ops... is number one? No, no, in fact, no, no. Let me go three, let me go three, two, one. Okay. So number three would be Black Ops 1. I already know what your number one is, and if it's not what you're going to say, I'm going to scream. You're it's wrong. not Black Ops 3. No, Black your Ops number one, one is going to be Ghosts. No, it's not Ghosts. Yeah. No. It's not? No. You always talk about ghosts. I'm fairly certain I could pull up your bloody episode of whatever where you said that ghost is your favorite. Ghost is when I got into like got proper into comp no, not even proper into compare. That was AW. All uh, right, I'll shut up. You you tell me your top three Call of Duties rather than me just yelling at you. Right, top three would be so number three would be Black Ops One because it was my first online COD. Um. Mm -hmm. Like me actually playing online Solid rather choice. than it being like 1v1 and someone on MW2. Uh, or like playing zombies on World at War. So yeah, I'd go with Black Ops 1. Um, number 2, I'd go Black Ops 2. Mm -hmm. And then number 1, I'd go MW3. Okay, fair enough. I just looked up the original, your top five favorite games of all time and number one is modern warfare three yeah yeah so that's oh, man i had good times on that game do you want to hear I mean, your top five favorite games of all time or do you remember my five favorite like my top yeah, five see if you games. remember from what you said back in Jul july 2020 okay i know one of them number I, one I, is oh, called i need Duty. to get in the order yeah call of duty modern warfare three is number one I've got another Call of Duty in there, right? Um, 
or have no, only took one from don't. that genre. So that's the only Call of Duty. Yeah. Shit. I think One's you said uh, you. I think when you did the episode, you said Modern Warfare Three, but then you also called out all the other Call of Duties because Call of Duty was your favorite franchise. So I mm. think you sort of made a mix of it. Um. Well, one of them is the Telltale. We're getting so off on a tangent dead. here. I'm sorry, people. We'll bring it back to the the article in a second, but right now. The what? I'm saying I'm apologizing that we've gone off on a complete tangent from reading this article about, and we went from Modern Warfare Three. Sorry, Modern Warfare 2 to doing this article tangent about the top best Call of Duty games to then do a tangent of John's favorite Call of Duty games to then do a tangent of do you remember what you said were your top five favorite games? (laughs) That's how this podcast works. better than Modern Warfare 2. I can guarantee that. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. We (laughs) suck at this. All right. Um, Right, so I would go... Yeah, so Modern Warfare 3, it's one of the Telltale Walking Dead games. That's number five, the Walking Dead game. Is that number five? Yeah. Civilization four. What? Sorry, just quickly. What? I'm going to tangent the tangent of the tangent just for a tangent second. What do you play the Walking Dead games on? Uh, Steam. Because I kind of want to play it, but you can get it on Mac. Walking Dead. You will game. cry. Okay, right. Sorry. Just continue. Just a warning. You will cry. Okay, it's number five. Walking one, Dead probably. game. Okay, what's next? Okay, so I've said Modern Warfare 3. I've said Civilization. Uh, no, Civ- yeah, Civ 4. Nope. Minecraft. Minecraft's got to do on there. Nope. What the fuck? Um... Please don't tell me I said Fortnite. No. That's okay. Right, I've got to get one. I've got to get one more at least. Um, Come on. GTA. Vice City. Yes, that's your second favorite go. game of all time is Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And you're three and four. I made a joke last week that you were for this character. Dang, we're going back to last week. Is testing my memory skills right now. He was in a fight against Legolas for the win. Who was in a fight against? Oh, <laughs> oh shit! John. Hold on, I'll get it. <laughs> oh no! This is <laughs> Who terrible. am I kidding? Who am I kidding? I'm not gonna get it. Who was it? Ezio. Oh, Assassin's come Creed. on, John. Number four, Assassin's Creed 2. Number three, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Oh, yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah. My top five games were number one, uh, number five, Guitar Hero 2 slash 3 on PlayStation 2. Number th- uh, four, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Number three, Need for Speed Most Wanted on PS2. Number two, Mario 64, Nintendo 64. Number one, Crash Bandicoot, PlayStation 1. I'm going to take out Guitar Hero no Am way. Am I going to take out Guitar Hero? No. Okay. Fair enough. Those top fives are still solid, but number six is now Hollow Knight easily. Okay. Yeah. That's but fair. I can't that's very valid. because I'm such a nostalgia boy. I can't replace those because those are just like my childhood summed up. But yeah, Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight is my number one game of all time that I've ever played as an adult. <laughs> How about that? I dare say, mine. I'm going to add to mine as well. 
at number six. I'm actually oh, going to put... Should we just... Hang on. Put, right, say what you're going to say, but then I think this should be a new episode. I think we need to do an updated 2022 favorites. We'll do yeah, we movies, TVs, go back through it. Say what we did originally say, and here's where we are now. That sounds like a that sounds like a plan, doesn't it? We could have a wee drink. We could get a get a wee bit of the bubbly. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. I don't know why the countdown started. Bubbly. And we can just um, no, that's do it. it. Okay, that sounds like a plan to me. Uh, right, you were yeah, saying we really you're do need to update again. Them. It's been a while. I made some weird choices. Transformers. Transform. Oh, come on now. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it, we're gonna. It will be going. But are you gonna say any of your updated games, or do you want to save it for the episode? No. So I'll give like my my added number six that okay. I'll just quickly throw in. Go for it. New World. What's that? It's a MMPOG. One of those ones. You you know those games like World of Warcraft. Hmm. Yeah, it's one of those. Oh games. yeah, sorry. You know, you've already spoken about this on the podcast. I do know what this is. Yes. Yeah, no, I've already, I've, I've spoken about yeah. this one. Um, yeah. Me, uh, Celine, and Moreno were. Oh, you almost, you, you almost had a little, a little, I was, little brain I was fart. That away. I was that away? Mm-hmm. We, uh, we spoke about it on the one we done. Uh, I, I, I've got to say though, I'm lucky. For my like life in general, I'm lucky that my PC died because I would have been lost for yeah. weeks. Oh well, just Sad. just playing that game to my death. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine when you're Fighting not really with my fine. Sword just... and shield and you would have been on online forever. All right, yeah. let's get away from the tangent, 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 tangent to go back to the tangent, 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 which is this article: top ten games rate ranked by them. John, you were going to tell us your top three Call of Duties, which you did give us it one more time. It was yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is number one. Black Ops 3? No, no. no. Black Ops 1. Black Ops 1 was third place. Oh, no, wait, wait. What no, was no. second was Black Ops 1 was third. I fucked up God, so bad. Black, Ops, one, three, Black Ops 2 was second. Okay. And Modern Warfare 3 was first. All right, that's just confusing because you've, you've put Black Ops... One in third, bl- two, in two, two in two, and, th- and three in one. Fact. Yes, you got it. Oh, it's so confusing. All right, moving on. I'm going to say my top three Call of Duties. Number one, easily Black Ops 3. Number two would be Advanced Warfare. And number three would be Call of Duty World of War. Because nice, nice. that was just solid split list. screen and a solid campaign, like heaven. I loved that game, and it was the introduction of zombies, and that's the only reason why I like Call of Duty in the first place. So, all right, this is going to be a strong one. This is their top ten in tenth position: Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's the new remake version. To clarify, they've got that in tenth. They've got that in tenth. In that ninth, be on the top ten. In ninth, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's where it is. They put it in ninth. They said ninth. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three is the weakest of the Modern Warfare series. But it was my oh, favorite. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hang on, I've misread that. That was 
So that was a fucking lie. My bad. <laughs> saying Call of Duty, saying Call of Duty Modern Warfare Three is the weakest of the Modern Warfare series is like saying Return of the Jedi is your least favorite of the original Star Wars movies. But you know that there were no Ewoks here. Okay, that's a that's a shit joke. I don't know why I bothered to read that. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not going to read this guy's. Honestly, this guy's list sucks already. What does this guy know? Already sucks. He's got Modern Warfare 3 in at fucking ninth. Eighth place, he's got Call of Duty 2. Turn it off. Turn it <laughs> off. Next. Then he's got Don't Call of Duty World War 2 in second in seventh fucking place. Lovebridge needs to... He's then just a- got Call of Duty Warzone in sixth place. That shouldn't fucking... We're, we're leaving... The- I'm going to read them all out, and then we're going to leave this list so fast. In fifth place, he's got Call of Duty Black Ops th- 2. In fourth place, he's got Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Oh, my he's been God. Smack. This guy's fucking off his rocker. In third place, he's got Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Second place, Call of Duty Black Ops 1. In first place, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. That, he, yeah, he, he needs a night off. No, That's what he needs. God! He's just wrong. No, God, please, no, no! Loveridge, Loveridge needs to retire from the Loveridge old journalism thing. Ridge Love, or whatever his name was. Yeah, it was Sam it was Loveridge. Loveridge. Right? Sam Loveridge. Yeah. Sam Loveridge, take a night off, brother. That was fucking atrocious. But, pardon me. I think this last one might send me a little bit sideways, by the way. <laughs> John's having too many too many drinks all right let's try this list oh I my got the hiccup. shit this new list top 10 in 10th place call of duty modern warfare 3 um i've had it john's number one is coming in pretty low on everyone's rank i've had it in 9th place call of duty vanguard i which one was ninth? vanguard Get this I guy out of here. Didn't even, Vanguard. I didn't even remember that Vanguard was a game until I just read it there. And I still don't remember what va- what was even in Vanguard. I don't think I played Vanguard. I don't think I played Vanguard. I didn't. It looked shit. When did that come out? It wasn't that Last long year. ago. Oh, yeah. I, I never played this game. Ever. Neither. And it had zombies, and I never played it, which is weird. It just sucked. All right. I looked at it and it's eighth place. Call of eighth place. Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Seventh place. Call of Duty World War Two. Sixth place. How could World War Two be better than what? Oh my god, this man. Sixth place. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Fifth place. Call of Duty Two. Fourth place. Call of Duty Black Ops. Third place. Call of Duty Warzone. Why people are ranking this as its own game? It's kind of ridiculous. Like it, I know it's its be. own game, but it's not. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is two, and then Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare is number one. Nah, yeah, these people are fucked. These ranks, these, these people are fried. Stupid. I don't know why we went down this tangent. Now we're both just mad and upset. Anyway, ridiculous. So, ridiculous. All of this to lead to the ashamed. fact that I was gonna mention. That the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta is live right now for people to play. Oh, really? So I'm going to be hopping on tonight, downloading it, and I'm going to be giving the beta a go. 
And oh, I'm, you need to let me know how it goes. And I'm going to report back and let you guys know if I can get back into Call of Duty or not. Honestly, I'm not having high hopes. Two reasons. One, as I mentioned in the podcast, I don't have my headphones right now. So I'm going to have to play it without headphones, which is just... You can't no sound whore. Exactly. It's just not going to end well. Um, and yeah, I'll give it a go and I'll report back. All right. Let's get off that fucking shit. See, when we have a drink, it just... it goes off the rails this podcast and i do apologize to everybody i don't think we should apologize for that no. i think the people love it reese i'm not gonna lie to you just do it okay um moving on to nintendo okay nintendo direct just happened and a bunch of new updates and games and stuff came out so many that i'm not going to mention anywhere near all of them i'm only mentioning ones that i care about okay yeah yeah so first thing i care about they announced a ton of new so if you if you get switch online you get um you can get the deluxe with version you can games. get the expansion pack with like the original game so you can get like nintendo 64 games on there nes yeah. games all that sort of stuff they announced new nintendo 64 games come in and i want to mention two of them one being pokemon stadium nintendo 64 which is coming out in 2023. They're re-putting that up. I never played Pokemon Stadium, but i tell you what I did play. I played Pokemon Coliseum, which came out on the GameCube after Pokemon Stadium on Nintendo 64. So it was the very first sort of like 3D-esque Pokemon game that you could play. So I'm kind of excited to go back and try that because Pokemon Coliseum on the GameCube was pretty awesome. That's when they first introduced the legendary pokemon entei and all and raikyu and all oh, those yeah, ones yeah, yeah. whatever they're called might not be right raikyu entei and shushukun yeah those ones so <laughs> i'm looking forward to playing pokemon stadium when that comes out in 2023 so i'm gonna try that next one if i say to you the best or biggest nintendo 64 game of all time I reckon within five guesses, or within three guesses, honestly, if they didn't say it off the get-go, I'd be shocked. But within three guesses, I reckon anybody could guess the bit, or would say that they played this game or know of this game for Nintendo 64. One of the Mario games? No. No? no. Donkey Kong? No. Tetris? No. You're not going to get there, John, because I, honestly, I don't think you even had Nintendo 64, and I think you're a, f- I didn't. I think you're I a didn't. big fat phony, if I'm being honest. I think you're... Wait. I, I was, wait. When did a Nintendo 64 come out? Like, way before you were born. Well, there you go. How am I supposed to have one? Okay, Nintendo 64 came out in 1996, so the year before you were born. Oh, it, came out, in, it came out in Europe... Oh, yeah, two years, because you're a 98 baby. My bad. Um, It came out in Europe in 97, okay? So Nintendo 64 came out a month before I was born in the year I was born. So I'm basically, it's my my baby console. I was born, and the nurse handed me one of these. Um, Here you go, son. You take that. Anyway, biggest Nintendo 64 games of all time. Top five ranked Nintendo 64 games. Oh, uh, here we go, people. Bear with. To, is, it po- is it a Pokemon game? No, it's not. I'm going to play some calm music so we can go through this together. In fact, no, no, that's too calm. I don't like that. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this. 
the best go for the top five ign let's go on ign because they know what's up they seem legit oh it's top 25 though. i've got to scroll hang on scroll to the scrolling top five. so we're not interested in the the only problem is i don't five. i don't see it in the top it's, it's not in there john what do you mean what's not in there the game that i'm trying to say is definitely in everyone's top three they've not even put there oh there it is they've put it at 15th it's Jeez. the IGN 15th best ranked Nintendo 64 game of all time. What is it? James Bond GoldenEye. Oh, come on. John. Nintendo 64 GoldenEye was... I'm going to say this, and it's definitely not a fact, but it is a fact. It was the first ever first-person split-screen multiplayer shoot 'em up that you could play. Oh, really? Yeah. So it revolutionized the game. It, it was paved the literally way, like a case. Some would say. It was a kit. Sorry, I'm gonna turn that music off. It was a case of you would go over to your friend's house or with your sibling, as I did with my brother, and you would split-screen and just play, uh, just play James Bond, 007. All night long. And you could be James Bond or you could be like one of the villains. You could be like Jaws or Odd Job or whatever. And you could like have their sort of special abilities, Scaramanga with yeah. the golden gun. And it was just like hours into the game. And it had a campaign that was pretty good too, but it was all about that split screen multiplayer. And yeah. it was revolutionary. And they have announced that they're bringing it to Nintendo Switch Online and you will be able to play online against other people in multiplayer. Ooh. So it is coming back and I cannot wait for that to, to drop. And all it said, though, was coming soon. So as of when it's on its way, no clue. But Should be interesting. Hopefully soon. Next thing that I'm going to talk about is Switch Sports, which I got and I've been playing, and it's a lot of fun. It's got it's like Wii Sports, but it's Switch Sports, is, right? Is it good? Yeah, it's very good. It's very very good. It's exactly what you want Wii Sports to feel like. It feels like on the Switch, and a couple new games to play. And the big thing is that nice. Switch Sports Golf is coming, and they originally announced that it was going to be coming in the fall, but it's now yeah. been delayed, unfortunately, until Christmas. So it's coming at Christmas time, you Switch. but Switch Sports is on its way. And they're also adding in the online multiplayer gameplay where you can play against other people, but they're also doing speed golf. So where you, they have to be the first one in the hole, Ooh, which okay, Mario yeah, yeah. Golf has done. PGA Tour Golf has done for a long time, but it's now coming on to Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Nintendo Switch Sports. And um, that's exciting because... You have to physically swing, so I imagine it's actually yeah. going to be sort of like kind of like whack, whack, and just sort of like swing going a bit crazy. So uh -huh. excited for that! So also the next Zelda has been announced. So Gosh. the follow-up for uh, Breath of the Wild, which pretty much is the game that made the Switch so popular. So new Zelda has been announced. I don't game really care about Zelda because, as you just said, like I've also never played Breath of the Wild. I played it. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. I've, I've put like a good couple hours into it. Oh, okay. Is it worth getting? Because I know that everybody says it's the best game ever for Switch, but I don't. I just can't it, be bothered. The thing is, it is really good. And like, I just don't have. 
I don't know. I feel like I've not got the attention span to sit down and play a game like that anymore. Because like you have to like really sit down and pay attention. And mm. like, because Zelda's always it's quite like um, I mean, you know what with Zelda, it's like quite a mental game. Like, oh, we you know need to, we've we've had our we've had our Zelda history, which we've definitely yeah, said we've on had the our podcast. Zelda history, and you need to think with the upstairs, and yeah. I've not got the upstairs anymore. Oh, you know what I mean. You just simple hammer a piece of nail simple, into wood. Simple, hollow night, nice and easy. Go and kill shit. I just said Stardew the Valley. dumbest fucking Water thing some ever. Plants. I just Raise said cows. hammer a piece of nail into wood. Hammer a piece of nail. I mean, you're not far away. Hammer yeah, but you, you hammer a nail into a piece, piece of wood. Yeah, yeah, just remove the piece. But I was trying. I was trying to talk and make a quick joke about how you said that you don't have the upstairs anymore, and I did so by being a dumb fucker and messing up a simple Yourself, joke about yeah. you being a dumb fucker. The irony is real. That pretty much just sums up what this podcast is, really. Just two dumb fuckers with microphones who won't shut up. <sighs> but the people love it. Do they? <laughs> self doubt coming in. Episode seventy-five, and Reese has got self doubt. This is where we're leading. <laughs> Episode 100 is going to be a depressing good, I hear mess. good things from, uh, from some of Becca's pals. They, they say that we, we help them through their night shifts. And oh. When Steve isn't... When Steve, so it was, it was Cammy. Cammy. We helped Cammy through his night shifts. Oh! Cammy Crawford. I'm on the night shift! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, All right. Zelda, yeah, I don't... I don't care, but I know people do care, so I'm letting you know that if you care, the new Zelda game has been announced. You can watch the trailer. Go have a look. It I think you fun. enjoy it. Next one, okay? Next one I'm going to talk about. I have no idea if this is going to be a good game or not, but based on the trailer, I'm excited. So, McKinley recently had COVID. So, I was a nice guy, and I went out, and I got her Animal Crossing so that she could have the Switch while she was in isolation and play nice. Animal Crossing. Because it's the kind of game that McKinley would really enjoy. She likes sort of games like Sims and sort of time-based games that you can enjoy and build something as a community sort of fun thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I also, selfishly, I also kind of wanted to give Animal Crossing a go because I was like, you know, I've heard good things about it and when she's out of COVID, I'll get to play it. But no, no, no. Animal Crossing has only one save file. So you can only play one game on one Switch for one island. And McKinley's not going to let me play on her island, and I don't want to ruin her island, so I can't play Animal Crossing. So Nintendo, during their Direct thing, though, I was watching it, and they announced a new game called Fae Farm on Switch. Fae spelled F-A-E, new word, farm, F-A-R-N. And it looks like Animal Crossing mixed with RuneScape. Ooh. It looks like a sort of you build your village, but also there's magic and you can go out and mine like ore and stuff and build like armor and weapons and whatnot oh, to defend hold up. your You're village. Have to but it me. looks kind of like the style of Animal Crossing, sort of cutesy, kind of cartoony. So Fae Farm on Switch. How how do we look it up? Fae Farm. Fae F A E Farm on Switch. And yeah, there's magic and it looks Maybe a little, I don't want to put genders to things, but maybe a little girl. There's a couple images where you sort of look like you're a fairy. And I don't know if that's really the direction I would want to go in it. But also, I wouldn't care too much if you are a fairy. Why not? Um, 
but yeah, it looks kind of fun. Looks kind of RuneScape mixed with Animal Crossing sort of vibe. Definitely more heavily towards the Animal Crossing sort of childlike fun like community vibe. But yeah, I think I'm gonna get this game, give it a go, and and see how it is. But it's not releasing until 2023. So on episode 124 of the podcast, I'll give it a review. It definitely looks like it could be an addictive one. Doesn't it? It kind of looks like it's got you like Stardew Valley, so it's got that kind of vibe, but better graphics, three yeah. D world that's sort what, of thing. That's what I was thinking. It looks kind of like Stardew Valley, but you can be more creative with it. Here's the thing. Right? Oh man, they they just turned that into like what the fuck? Who's fuck? <laughs> this is really good for John's for everything that John Sorry. is good I'm at. Back. He is terrible at explaining things live when he's watching a thing. Yeah, he'll just be like, "I've got a pod. Okay, I'm gonna give this a watch, and I'll I'll describe to everybody what's. Oh, 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 oh! Look at that! <laughs> oh, that's that's oh, that's pure class. That Reese, are you sit? Oh, all right. Podcast isn't. So I'm just right. I'll exp- Sorry, I'll explain what's happened. So there's a guy, and he's got an axe, <laughs> and he's gonna chop a tree, and then oh, oh, he's gone. Oh, look at that! Oh. Oh, that looks class. That does. Hi, <laughs> I think everybody should buy this game, and that's that's how John reviews things on a podcast. If he's Excellent watching something, promoting me. Yeah, you're t- be around <laughs> the bush. You could never, ever be a commentator for like an esports game or or any any game. Maybe, maybe yeah, even no just chance. sports in general. You'd be watching the Celtic game, and you'd be like, "Oh, Nakamura's got the ball. He passes it to Lennon. Oh, oh." Oh, look at... Oh, no. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't believe it, Reese. Can you believe it? And then you just you just make noises. Forget tell the people that aren't watching. Yeah. You just would stop describing on. after a while and just get into, like, manly grunts. Mm. Okay. I'm all out of things to talk about now. I'm done. The news is done. The, what we've been watching, what we've been playing, all that is done. So... Everything's done. It's all done, John. It's just over. It's all over. We're done. I've got half a drink left. Not ready to be done. If you can think of a topic, then we can keep it going. But I can't do much thinking myself right now. You've got no upstairs. No upstairs. I mean, that's three. That's three halves I've had. This is the dumbest end to a podcast we've ever had. I'm just pushing the Wii menu button over and over again whilst John is recapping how much he's got to drink and how much he doesn't want to end the podcast. Yeah. It just kind of came to a crashing end there. <laughs> yeah, it did. There was no, there was no, there was no slowdown. There was just, we're, we're no, done. Just, just cut and dry. We were just talking about, what were we talking about? What was the last thing we spoke about? Uh, how you're terrible at commentating on things. And then before oh, yeah. that, we were talking about favor. Yeah, we are just talking about like commentating and shit. And then it's just like, yeah, we're done. See ya. Do you want to hear the most frustrating thing in the world? Go on then. Other than long silence on a podcast. <laughs> okay, here we go. If it comes out with an ad on YouTube, I swear to fucking Christ. Okay, it's not. Here we go. Is this not what we were just playing? 
I'll get it. Oh. Not the same. Okay, so that's the more subtle version of it because it's like slightly off. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. But there is one that is just is it this one? Like a remix is. Oh, that just sounds totally like as if you're walking with a little turtle head hanging out. Doesn't feel quite right. <laughs> like you're walking with He's a turtle head hanging out. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. No, it wasn't even that. Oh, this is it. Here we go. Oh, fucking ads! YouTube! No doubt. No doubt we'd get the last one. Oh, we got a double ad. We got a double ad. We got a stinker. double ad. It's a stinker. Okay. Starts off okay. Big pause. It's Bigger so pause. annoying. I hate this so much. I'm sorry, <laughs> people, but you have to share in my pain. I heard this the other day and it fucking killed me. Mm -mm -mm. I'm not liking this. It's like, it's like torture. It's like time stands still. You're just waiting for it to like... Move along. <laughs> so painful. Oh, nah, I don't like it. Get it all. Get it all. Get it all. I'm done. I can't do it. I can't either. Can't do it, John. I can't either. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get all of here. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry about the ending. No idea what the fuck happened here. we just fallen off the rails. Hey, we're 75 episodes in. What do you expect? You can follow us on Spotify and Instagram at Pineapple Theory underscore podcast. I've been one of your hosts, Reese. You stay classy, San Diego. My co-host, John. We shall see you fucking later. Goodbye, everybody. Wish us luck. Can't do it, y'all. Can't eat it. What am I doing? Okay. You've seen oh. that, right? The game Grumps. I'm just going to leave that in there. <laughs>